Aop me duck, which is the traditional Derby greeting to whoever we meet, whenever we meet them. And no, I don't actually know what Aop me duck means, but who cares? Because what matters is that you're here and I'm here for the Art of Brilliance podcast series five, which is just a little bit different. So in this series, there are no guests. It's just you and I making a weekly commitment to 10 minutes or less. That's 10 minutes maximum per week every week for 52 weeks that you and I are committing to a personal relationship based on happiness and well-being. So time is short, let's crack on. Now, dear listener, thanks for hanging in there these last few episodes. They've been probably a little bit deeper and less fun so what I did with the first 20 episodes is load you in and oh yeah come and have a bit of a laugh let's have some fun and then all of a sudden it's like hang on hang on well he's stopped being funny hasn't he he's stopped being funny well I'm going to I'm going to introduce I'm going to go deeper into what, what I've been, I'm going to I'm going to hold your hand and take you deeper into the territory that is so-called inside out thinking or innate thinking or or three principles thinking, whatever you want to call it, you Google it, you'll find information on there. The problem with finding information is that it doesn't really help. This is not about information. It's not about how clever you are. What I'm introducing now is just, it's an insight. It, if you get it, it changes everything. And I'm going to introduce it to you. I'm going to introduce Sid's, and I, I have got my eye on the on the 10 minutes, right? So I might spill over or in fact, continue this in an, yet another podcast, but let's go with it. I'm going to introduce you to um, Sid Banks Inside Out via a family holiday <laughs> in North Devon where my kids, so Sophie, they're big now, so my kids are big now, grown up. But when Sophie was probably six and Ollie must have been three or four, we went on holiday to uh, North Devon in the summer to my wife and two kids. And it, North Devon, it's a lovely, lovely place, but it rained. And when it rains, obviously in North Devon, uh, you can't go to the beach. So we went to a town called Ilfracombe where there's lots of shops. So the kids, I think, got probably £1.50 pocket money each. And their little eyes lit up. That was a lot of money back at, back in the day. And they got, essentially, look, if you've got a family, you know, you're trying to kill a rainy day. So we had to wander around Ilfracombe, little seaside town with lots of shops. A bit tacky, but there were shops and the kids were happy. So at the end of the three-hour shopping expedition around all the tat is Sophie, my eldest. She bought, she spent her £1.50 on a little pink cuddly sort of mousy thing uh it's about i'm just kind of looking at him now actually got um about se- seven or eight inches tall so it's not a big deal one pound fifty's worth bright pink little pink mousy cuddly toy and she called him pinky now look dear listener kids are supposed to be creative and genius and are clearly <laughs> my my daughter wasn't or isn't or whatever anyway pinky now because i she got loads of cuddly toys at home but because this was the one she'd chosen i don't think she'd ever actually chosen a cuddly toy that that always been given to her as as gifts she, she pinky she'd chosen he was precious to her and pinky became her go-to toy all right so pinky went everywhere with Sophie. it was actually quite cute uh, so Pinky would go in her backpack to school, and Pinky Pinky even went to university with her, which was pretty cool. But Pinky, so at night time, bedtime story time. So daughter age six, I'm doing the fatherly thing. I'm reading her a bedtime story. We finish the story. We, I, I kiss her on the forehead, pull the duvet up, uh, and then I would put Pinky 
Pinky would be slotted in next to my daughter at bedtime and you could see her face she's gone all snuggly and all because because if you if you actually ask my daughter she would 100% hook line and sinker believe that Pinky is making her feel loved and safe and comforted and cuddled and all Ooh, Pinky Pinky in fact I take Pinky away there's tears put Pinky back tears stop so my daughter would swear 100% she would swear that Pinky is making her feel safe and loved and cuddly and snuggly right but here's the thing folks right and it's a really big thing actually if I if I took Pinky and I got him right now and I and I, I, I took a scalpel let's say and we slit Pinky right down the middle and we open Pinky up to have a look what's inside that cuddly toy and I guarantee I guarantee 100 I'm not going to do that because it's cruel by the way but I guarantee 100% that Pinky contains no love like zero love not even not even one percent love T pinky pinky contains probably um uh, well some sort of stuffing it's made if i look closely pinky because i've got pinky in front of me now pinky is made of kind of cheap material made in china it's got these little black beady eyes and little wiry whiskers and looking a bit run down because pinky's an old an old mousy rabbity thing now anyway whatever pinky contains no love so th what that means so like zero love so what that means is that 100% of my daughter's feelings of love and comfort and snuggliness are in fact coming from my daughter. All right. <laughs> now, that kind of seems obvious, but what I'm saying is it's not obvious because as we get older, we have adult pinkies. All right. So we end up we end up attaching our feelings to days of the week. Or you know, so Monday's not so good. Friday, woo. Or or the weather, yeah, rainy day not so good. Sunny day, woo. -hoo. Or 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 Amazon deliveries, woo. The parcel, fantastic. Or we attend, you know, we think that a bad haircut is ruining our day. Or new shoes are making us happy. Or a new car is making us feel happy. Or yeah, you see what I'm saying is that what it really really feels like is that the world is making us feel in a certain way, and that is. What Pinky shows me is that is 100% incorrect. Okay, here's here's your plot spoiler, and here's your game changer. Every emotion that you've ever felt isn't coming from out there. It's not coming from the external world. It's come every single emotion you've ever felt, and I'm talking 100% of your feelings, 100% of your time, always and forever, no exceptions. Every emotion you've ever felt is coming from your thinking in this moment. All right, now now. You have to let that settle because I really genuinely, I know that it feels like, and we're like programmed and designed to think the entire opposite. Most people go their entire life thinking exactly the opposite of what I've just told you, thinking that their boss is making them angry or the, the bad driver is making them chase them across town or that the Monday morning drizzle is making them down. Yeah. Whereas really what I'm saying is, so it really feels like the new shoes is making you feel wow and the compliment is making you glow and the and the criticism is making you sting. Whereas what I'm really saying is that none of that is true. Every single emotion you've ever felt is not coming from the external world, it's coming from your thinking in this moment. In fact, if you take the past and the future as examples, so it really feels like we've all been upset by things in the past. So, so I don't know, 20, 30 years ago, you, you were somebody cheated on you or, or, or they, they finished with you. The love of your life did something horrible to you. And it's like, oh, my gosh, you, you can feel angry about that. that was 30 years ago. You can feel angry and upset and enraged about that now. 
right now this moment you can feel absolutely oh my gosh I can't right question yourself how does that feeling of anger and resentment and 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 rage get into your body right now when the thing happened 30 years ago is there some sort of yogurt pot with a with a string that goes back 30 years where the the emotion travels through the string of course not right the only way that that feeling can get into your body right now from 30 years ago because you're thinking about that experience right now and as soon as you think about it in this moment what you're thinking about your emotions will start to gush same with the future, right? You've got a holiday booked in six weeks. You can get I'm so excited about that holiday right now. It's not even here. How does that excitement time travel from, from the future? How does it get from the future? How does it get from the future into you right now? The only way that excitement and that anticipation and that glee can get in your body right now is because you're thinking about that holiday right now. All right, so... Let, let's think it through again. Let it settle. 100% of every emotion you've ever felt, 100% of the time, is coming from your thinking in this moment. Now, I'm going to let that settle. You are feeling your thinking. Amen to that. Now, when we come back next time, I'm going to take you a little bit further because that is such a big sentence. You are feeling your thinking. Such a big sentence, not in words, but in philosophical tonnage that I just need to nudge you a little bit further with it. But it's the same as I did in the previous podcast. Until next time, happy thinking. Thanks for listening to the Art of Brilliance podcast. If you've enjoyed it, please subscribe and tell the world. A nice review would make our day. That's the very best way of getting like-minded people to tune into our very simple messages about happiness and human flourishing. If you've hated it, please keep quiet. (laughs) Remember the world has enough negativity already. So be a lover, not a hater. Feel free to check out our training and the little shop of happiness at artofbrilliance.co.uk. 